0: the most important decision we make is whether we believe we live in a friendly or a hostile universe. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach who's devoted to helping multicultural individuals and couples on the path of transformation transform their lives and relationships through conscious communication. Thank you so much for being here, learning transformative communication tools that can bring forth a thriving life meaningful relationships, and an equitable world. Today, I have another episode dedicated to self-reflection about your internal dialogue. We've been talking a lot about our internal dialogue and the impact that our internal dialogue has in our interpersonal interactions, in our relationships with others, and in our day-to-day life. So far, from episode 112 on, we have discussed various aspects of your internal communication system and what it says about you. And by the way, if you haven't listened to these four previous episodes, make a note to do so. Jose, a listener, wrote to me about these episodes and said that these four episodes helped him realize that the most important communication is the communication with himself. And another listener, Leslie, Share that she appreciated all the episodes I'm recording dedicated to learning to listen to oneself and how our inner communication is directly related to authentic communication with others. So if you haven't yet, like Jose or Leslie, go and listen to those four episodes, 112, 113, 114, and 115. In today's episode, I am going to talk about something else that we need to reflect on related to our internal dialogue, and that has to do with how we talk about others in our internal dialogue and how it impacts our communication with them. In our episodes about the internal dialogue, We talked a lot about how you talk to yourself about yourself. But how do you talk to yourself about others in your internal dialogue? For example, when you're driving and another driver makes a maneuver that scares you, what do you hear in your internal dialogue? Or when a neighbor asks you if you can take care of the dog one more time because they're going camping for the weekend, What do you say to yourself about them in your internal dialogue? Or how about when a new friend gives you a gift and it's not your birthday? What happens inside? What do you say to yourself about them? Or how about when you are talking to a family member about something that's important to you and they interrupt you with a story about them that has nothing to do with what you're sharing? What do you tell yourself about them? In your internal dialogue? Or how about when someone offers to do a big favor and you haven't even asked them to do that? What do you say to yourself about them? As I shared in previous episodes on reflection of our internal communication system, we're not always aware of what we say to ourselves in our internal dialogue. So you may not know what you say to yourself in your internal dialogue. And unless we have the intention to hear what we say to ourselves, and we have a consistent practice of directing our attention to listen to what we say to ourselves, we may never be aware of all that's going on in our internal dialogue. The thing is that what you say to yourself about others directly impacts how you communicate with them. In this episode, we are going to focus on the judgments that we hold in our internal dialogue about other people and the impact those judgments have in ourselves and in our communication. You may have heard me share the story before about what I learned from one of my linguistic professors that blew my mind so much that it changed how I regarded language forever. Yes forever. This linguistic professor asked us to bring to class definitions about the word language. What is language? She asked. We all brought our definitions and after hearing all these definitions that we had brought from well-known linguists, she said, okay, those definitions are good, but Have you ever thought that language is actually a way to look at reality? Wait, did she say reality? Yes, she did. Well, this set me on a path of exploration of reality and language. If you've been following me for some time, you may have heard me say my version of this. That language is a way to look at reality and to relate to reality depending on what we see. And now you know who inspired this idea. But what if you could test this idea right now? If I have your yes, let's do an experiment. Think of a person you like, maybe someone you enjoy spending time with. You may see their face in your mind's eye. You may remember the last time you saw that face. You may think of their voice or the activity you enjoyed doing together. And now notice your felt sense. And if you don't know what this is, then go back and listen to episode 113. But if you do, pay attention to your felt sense. What is it like in your body? as you think of this person? What sensations are you aware of as you bring this person to mind? I'm sure you're having some pleasant sensations. Is that so? Now think of three words to describe this person in your internal dialogue. That's right, you don't need to say anything out loud. Just hear these three words in your internal dialogue. I'll be quiet for a few seconds so that you pay attention to those three words. Okay, got that? Now take a deep breath and let the vision, the sounds, the felt sense, the words generated in your internal dialogue about this person all settle in within you. Now with this person in mind, imagine that this person needs a favor from you. They need you to drive them to the airport. So imagine that they call you or they send you a text message and they ask you if you can pick them up and drive them to the airport. What are the words that immediately show up in your internal dialogue about this person's request? Which words would you use? And if this was on the phone, what kind of tone of voice would you use to respond? Or if you're responding by text message, would you have emojis? Which ones? And if you were to say yes to the response, how would you greet them when you pick them up to take them to the airport? Really make space to notice all of this right now. Thank you. And now with the same person in mind, the one you're fond of, let's imagine another scenario. Let's say that this person made a mistake. They were gonna help you with your plants while you were away. And when you came home, all your plants are dry. So you pick up the phone and you call this person. And when you talk to them, They tell you they just realized they had the wrong date on their calendar. They thought you were going to be away the following weekend, not this past weekend. So when you find out that they made a mistake, how are you likely to respond? Which words would you use? What kind of tone of voice would you have? And if it's through text, would you add some emojis? Which ones? And now let's say that this person apologizes for their mistake. What are you likely to say when they apologize to you? Really notice all of this for a few more seconds. Thank you. And now let's do the second part of this exploration. Bring to mind the name and face of a person you don't like very much or that you're not very fond of and do what you did with the first person. So see that second person's face on your mind's eye. Remember the last time you saw that face. Think of their tone of voice and maybe something you heard them say or bring to mind an activity that you saw them do. And now notice your felt sense. What is it like in your body as you think of this second person? What sensations are you aware of as you bring this person to mind? I'm sure these sensations are not as pleasant as before. Maybe you're noticing some tightness or some contraction somewhere in your body. Am I right? Now, use three words to describe this person in your internal dialogue. And again, you don't need to say these words out loud. Just hear these three words in your internal dialogue. I'm going to give you a few seconds. Do you have them? Okay, now take a deep breath. Let the visual, the sounds, the felt sense, the words generated in your internal dialogue about this person all settle within you. And now let's imagine that this person needs a favor from you. It's actually the same favor you were asked by the first person. They need you to drive them to the airport. So imagine that they call you or they text you. They'd like to know if you can pick them up and drive them to the airport. What are the words that immediately show up in your internal dialogue about this request? How are you likely to respond? What about your tone of voice? Would you have emojis if you text them? If you were to say yes and pick them up and take them to the airport, how would you greet them? Really notice all this for another second. Thank you. And while still holding that person you don't like very much in your awareness, imagine that this person made a mistake. And it's the same mistake. They were going to help you with your plans while you were away, and you came home, and all the plants are dry. And when you contact this person, they tell you the same thing. They realized they had the wrong date on their calendar. They thought you were going to be away the following weekend. So how are you likely to respond this time to this person about their mistake? Which words would you use? What about your tone of voice? And if they do apologize to you about their mistake, what would you say to them? Listen to your internal dialogue. Notice all this. Let it sink in. And now let's talk about how it went. What happened? How would your communication be different with the first or second person? I'm sure the words were different. How about the tone of voice? Maybe in the second instance, You may have said no to taking the person to the airport, or perhaps when the first person made a mistake, you were more ready to understand them and easily forgive them. But when the second person made the mistake, perhaps you were more judgmental in your internal dialogue. Maybe you were less kind with them when you learned that they made a mistake. If my guesses were somewhat accurate, it's okay. I have news for you. You are human. Yes. This experiment was not to judge you or to make you wrong in any way. This experiment was to raise your awareness about how what you tell yourself in your internal dialogue about other people directly impact the interaction and the quality of the relationship you have with them. And now you may be saying, Alejandra, but it's impossible to like every single person. What do you do? Wonderful question. And yes, of course, you're not going to like every single human being you encounter in your life. And that is completely fine. But what if even when you aren't fond of them, you treat that other person with equal maturity Consciousness and respect as you do treat the people you like. Or if this is too far fetched for you to imagine, let me ask you a different question. What if you didn't have to have the unpleasant felt sense? What if you didn't have to have added stress or discomfort when you think of or when you interact with those you don't like much? Wouldn't that be useful? If the answer is yes, keep listening. If you'd like to be in thriving mode more often than in just minimum survival mode in your relationships, then notice the stories you tell yourself about other people. Albert Einstein has been quoted to say, the most important decision we make is whether we believe we live in a friendly or a hostile universe. So listen to your internal dialogue to know whether your internal dialogue is friendly or hostile. And if your relationships are mostly hostile and satisfactory, superficial, or inauthentic, then that's because your internal dialogue is filled with negative judgments about others. And even though you may not say those judgments out loud, you are communicating in ways that express your judgments. So remember, a language is a way to look at reality and relate to that reality based on what you see. If you want a reality that is kinder, more harmonious, calmer, more connecting, then You need to use a language in your internal dialogue that sees that reality, especially other people, in the friendly way you want to experience your reality. This week, pay attention to what you tell yourself about other people. And if you find that you mostly have judgments about other people, then it's time to work on your communication. And now let's recap what you've learned in this episode. In this episode, we continued reflecting on our internal communication system. But unlike previous episodes, we focused on the language we hear in our internal dialogue about other people. We discussed how the language we have about other people in our internal dialogue directly impacts our communication with them. I led you through an experiment and in the end, I encourage you to consider what kind of reality and relationships you want to have and invited you to bring awareness to how you talk to yourself about other people. I hope this episode was helpful. And if you now notice that you'd like to have some support with how you show up with others or how you talk to yourself about others in your internal dialogue, then reach out to me. And let's have a reduced-cost consultation about having a communication program that can help you have the life and relationships your heart longs for. You can reach out to me by going to languagealchemy.com forward slash me. I'll add the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary LaPoe. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.